0: Hey everybody, this is XC Lay here. I just wanted to come in at the beginning of the podcast to give you an update on everything that's been going on at the Hardcore Ranch. Uh, As you can imagine, things are crazy right now with the virus going on. Me and Hardcore are stretched pretty thin at the moment. We both have a responsibility to the public. Hardcore is hard at work trying to keep all the parents and all the teachers informed, as well as providing support for the students and families that are in need, and I'm on the front lines in the ER trying to combat this thing head on, so we apologize for the lack of content. But if you bear with us, we got some cool stuff coming down the pipe uh, that we're excited to share with you. Uh, First of all, we got a new Facebook page that we broadcast live to. If you want to look us up, it is Life Behind the Pros Quad Racing Podcast Facebook page. All of our live streams are done on the page, and all of the previous live streams are available for anybody to listen to at any time. I think you guys will want to keep an eye on your Facebook timelines for when we do go live again, because we got the Fantasy League coming up, we have more hat and shirt giveaways coming up, a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe, including a couple of companies have reached out to us, and they want us to do an on-location podcast meaning we go out to their business and we do the podcast live on their showroom floor or wherever so we're excited to have those opportunities to go and expand our brand a little bit so if you like and follow the facebook page you'll get updates on all things quad racing podcast related we're hoping to do another live stream here in a week or two we won't have the nice studio backdrop because I'm locked down at home due to the fact that I take care of COVID patients every week, and I don't want to spread the virus any farther than it's already spread. But anyway, uh, I'll go ahead and let you get to the podcast. Here you go. We were just watching some footage of uh, Big Buck Round 1, Yeah, uh, a race we didn't uh, get to. We didn't make it. Why didn't we make it there, uh, Hardcore?
1: Well, well before, hey, before we get into that, can we take a real quick... Oh, yeah, let's let's yeah. show everybody. This yeah, is check the actual the this, backdrop. The studio backdrop. Um, so we've, we've kind of put some time into this and in trying to get uh, as many uh, folks up there that help us out or a part of our program as possible. So... Um, and if anybody, uh, wants to add something to the backdrop or set, sure, they can uh, kind of send us something that we could fit up here and that uh, we'd be happy to, uh, add that to, uh, add that to the studio. Well, uh, well it'll have be like a rotating roster yeah, of a could...
0: whole bunch of memorabilia. Absolutely. We're... That'd be great. So cool. So big buck. What, what, yeah. what happened?
1: Well, wheels fell off the bike before we could even well, get our listen, boots on the ground. To be honest, and I don't want to create a panic here, but I might've had the Corona
0: oh, Jesus. Okay.
1: I'm honest to goodness. Sure. Like after we look at reading all the symptoms and all that stuff, I think we, think we might've had it early.
0: Uh, you, you consult Dr. Google way too much. No, I went to the real doctor. Oh, and he told you had Corona.
1: But no, they tested me for flu. A <laughs> flu B. Everything was negative, but yeah, it still was like Did sick as a
0: dog. They test you for the man flu. Did that come up positive or is that uh, det- still pending? Okay, so back to Big Buck. Then. Since, we're gonna, <laughs> since This has already turned into a hardcore bashing. Well, it apparently it was a good thing you missed because from all the highlight videos I've seen, there were a ton of wrecks, ton of injuries. Yeah. And it was just very hard to get. People just forgot to ride. They were coming back round one. They were like, hey, everybody forgot how to ride. Well, you know, Big Buck has the crick jump. Yes, it
1: does. So like that's that's a like, you can't. That's gotta be like an all in moment. Yeah. Like if you, you can't half it no, or you're gonna Listen, if you hesitate for a second in your mind, you're hitting the face of the other side of that crick jump.
0: Yes, you are. I
1: mean And I that's think, what a lot of folks did. Yeah, so like I think you've got a couple clips here, don't yeah, you? Yeah, we
0: can we can go ahead and jump right on that there. Let me switch here. But no, so we didn't make it to Big Buck.
1: Oh
0: Ooh. It, and then a double. Yeah, back to back. Yeah. See that th- those guys hesitated and they came up short and got pap- popped off the back.
1: Yeah, so that was that's a rough that's a rough moment right yeah. there. That I've, I've been there. Plus, got some hill climb action. Yeah, I'd walk my bike down that, just come yeah. right back up the yeah, other so, side. so so maybe it was maybe it was like a maybe it was a hidden blessing we didn't that's make what it I'm to, part, to round one. So that's what I'm saying. But no, like the truth of the matter is we we were actually sick and we didn't have everything on the bike completely ready. Um, we probably could have you know got things thrown together and got there but in my experience anytime i've done that it's never turned out well right you Um, don't want to either either end up with a dnf or you know fool around and crash yeah that kind of thing so and
0: this would have been the this would have been the race to crash on
1: yeah 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 obviously you can see there's some the crashes you just
0: showed and there are there are it looks like there were leaves everywhere. How does how does the leaves impact the terrain whenever you're trying to get grip and get traction on the on the course?
1: Well, you know, it kind of depends. It kind of depends on whether they've been there a while, been laying down. Of course, this has been all winter, stuff like that. So, yeah, um, yeah it, until you get kind of that top layer leaves blown off there a little mm-hmm. bit, it's pretty greasy.
0: Yeah, so those, those first riders to yeah. fly through the course, yeah, they're in for a slick and it, snotty it, one. It, it
1: can be. So, yeah, you can see right here these guys hitting that, uh, hitting that crick jump. As soon as you get to that turn back there, I mean, you've got to just hit the throttle and you just got to hold her. You can't hesitate. You can't. Nope. Oh, and they're even flying up over the, over the hill climb. Yep. So, well, there's, there's also some pro guys that we happen to be watching yeah, there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I just can't I do stop believe watching this crick jump.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I <Like> you, <laughs> like you're, like you're I'm, mes- like I'm you're mesmerized. I'm, I'm mesmerized.
1: Yeah. So, anyway. But we didn't make it to we, Big Buck. We didn't make it to Big Buck. So, um, so what, what
0: race did we make it to? We, we went to, we went to wild boar, didn't we? Yeah, we started, we started our, uh,
1: season, um, at the Hogwaller, uh, the down Hogwaller, at Hogwaller down in Palatka, Florida. Um, so if we made the journey down there and of course, lots of, uh, lots of new challenges for the, uh, hardcore Harvey Motorsports team in 2020, because, you know, we have been very fortunate and, and have had, uh, good seasons the past uh, couple seasons and, you know, As you win championships, the uh, the AMA requires that you, you move up. You move up, that's you right. You move up. So our options were to, we've talked about this, and I think in the first episode, our, op- our options were to run uh, master's class in the morning, 50-plus, or we had to move up and run senior A, 40-plus in the afternoon. And, you know, I felt like that, and I guess I just wanted to give it a shot, just kind of see where we were. Um, and, and how, how are you coping with that? Well, Cause, you
0: know, Cause I've got some stats here that yeah, uh, we... <laughs> are uh, not looking so good. Uh, so looks like Jeff Harvey on the Honda came, uh, fifth place at the wild boar. Yeah.
1: So at the wild boar, I came across the finish line and of course the transponder showed me in fourth. So I was kind of thought, hey, that's not too bad, you know? Okay. And then once the, uh, one of the other riders in the uh, senior A class transponder didn't work. So end up with fifth place down there. So, didn't I didn't, actually didn't even know that until we got back or until we got to, headed to the other race when I actually checked the uh, check the, the results. I, I didn't realize that we uh, we ended up actually in fifth. But um yeah, like we got our butts handed to us. Yeah, so it's you, you it's have been, you have
0: some ground to make up here on the stat board. I know you drop your lowest one, but you missed the first race.
1: Yeah, you, or you drop your lowest two. Low, well, actually, we we best nine races count. Okay, so if you go to all thirteen rounds, you get four drops. Okay, so in, in, in you have
0: end. a grace period now, but you've already burned your first one, and that's provided you go to all the rest of the races. Yeah. And The first two performances.
1: Uh, leave something to be desired well i mean yes and no like i mean they're they're not where you know they're not where we kind of got used to finishing in, in in senior b um you know we were we were kind of used to finishing in the, in the top two and every once in a while we we would we'd run a third um but you know this is a this is a different ball game um yes yeah, shari
0: harvey's jumping in or shari morrison sorry is uh saying hardcore harvey isn't used to anything but first <laughs> yeah. place
1: thanks thanks daughter yeah <laughs> <laughs> i
0: love that <laughs> yeah even, even we get a peanut gallery going on here, but now you got a peanut gallery to deal with in the chat room.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So actually I want to mention uh, helping us out with that to kind of help keep track of the uh, comments and, and folks that things are, or the things that folks are right. saying, uh, my lovely wife, Taylor is helping us this evening. So we appreciate her uh, working the, uh, work in the chat room. Yeah, she's going to help be help moder- moderating and uh, yeah.
0: once we get some trivia action going on, she'll be helping out with uh coordination of the prize uh distribution. Yeah, and most um, and
1: mostly she's helping out because I can't see the I can't see the chat room <laughs> <laughs> unless I put my glasses on and hold the phone up. Yeah. So so she's going to help keep us uh keep, keep us, us, on us the straight there. And narrow there. But um, no, I feel like honestly Uh, fifth place for our first time out we hadn't been able to work out all all uh, winter and we're gonna we're gonna talk to our trainer here a little later on in the in the
0: maybe she'll have some advice for you you
1: oh yeah i'm sure she's going to because (laughs) she's she's kind of been on me because i've been lacking in the workout category which which uh what does she say she said, I'm directly responsible
0: for the hardcore class selection.
1: Oh yeah. So we did talk about it as a family and, you know, I was kind of torn. Remember we even talked to oh, yes. episodes and I wasn't really willing to commit to what we were going to run. And, um, I talked to, to my wife, Taylor, and we just kind of talked about it and thought, you know what? We, we like the afternoon race. We like being a part of the afternoon race for uh, uh, several reasons. Um, you know, when she can't go, there is the afternoon race is televised so there's times that she can't actually see me out on the track if she's not there um so you know we like that part um it's not quite as it's it's not quite as hectic in the afternoon i mean there's just there's just not as many riders in the afternoon so when you get out on the track and once you kind of get settled in to the, the first lap you know you can kind of you can kind of race there's not there's not as many bottlenecks and things like that as sometimes in the morning race and that doesn't mean that doesn't mean the riders in the afternoon are better it just means there's not as many of them right so it's just not as congested it's some of the more difficult areas of the track you know it also um allows us to because we travel with we travel with uh with adam and the mustache uh the mcgill mafia it also means that during the morning race they don't have to worry about trying to pit me and get ready for Adam's race in the afternoon. Right. So that way we're all getting ready for the afternoon race, and um, that way uh, Mustache can pit Adam and he can pit me much later on. Right. <laughs> after after I come rolling in.
0: As Gator always says, Gator comes first. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> There's no question. But looking at the stats here, it looks like uh, the man to beat is uh, TJ uh, Barrett. Yeah. He's yeah.
1: wicked fast, man. He's he, gotten first place. He's he, very consistent i only see him at the start yeah
0: <laughs> is that true yes yeah, so,
1: so far i've only been able to see him in the first few turns so he isn't i mean he's out he was outstanding rider yeah. last year and so we uh right now we got a long long way to go to be anywhere near the pace that he's running so uh, but it, that's one of the things we yeah. talked about we talked about moving back to another class but i, I just told Taylor i said you know i feel like we made a decision to run. Senior, stick with it. senior A. And I just feel like it doesn't send the right message to no. just because we're not doing as well as we'd like to 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 you know hop around classes. Yeah. So it's,
0: it's not soft core, Harvey. No, exactly. It's hardcore. You got, you got <laughs> to exactly. rise exactly. to the
1: challenge. Well, we're gonna try. We're gonna try. <laughs> yeah. you, and yeah. if you
0: don't, I mean, we're still having fun doing it the whole Ap- time. Yeah,
1: that's absolutely. It. We we could work. We could put in the work. And and I'm not I'm not saying that it would never happen, but. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot to uh, catch up with old TJ there, and it's not
0: only TJ. Michael Hayes yep. he's got a, yep. it, his record is two four two. He's very comfortable in that second place spot, points and on the podium too.
1: Yeah, so we yes, so all those guys are super fast. We've kind of set our goals now to just be able to get in the mix in that two, three, four range right and you know I, I don't know that we can run, ever run first in that class unless you know guys have a have a bad day or breakdown or whatever but um, we're gonna give it a shot I mean yeah. we're gonna work on our physical fitness uh, that's definitely number one right um, I, I mean I feel like we have the speed to be to, to be in the same category once we're in shape like right. right now it's a matter of you know running with those guys for the first lap and you know just you can just tell we just slowly fall off the pace just because I'm not in shape and I get tired pretty quick. Hey, that's okay.
0: <laughs> but it's going to, I think it, this year is going to take a lot more strategy than last year. Cause last yeah. year I feel or the, all the previous years, we could just brute force with the power of the, of the McGill bike. Like we got a lot of help with the mustache and, uh, but now we're going to have to, we have the power. We're going to have to be a <laughs> little more strategic yeah. in our, uh, racing coordination.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm not zero excuses and that's kind of the the motto that we we talked about coming back from when i was coming back from florida talking to taylor was you know we kind of our new motto is excuses equal regret there you go and and then the sub motto is is put into work yeah um so we're going to do that but I, in a non excuse, I'm also 51 years old. Yeah, of course. So uh, it plays a factor. Nothing against these other guys; they're they're in their 40s as well. But we made the choice to go in here and see what we could do, and we're going to run that the whole year. And, and I'm hoping that we can be consistent enough in that top three, four, five area that that you know, in the end of the season, we can still be a podium finisher for the year. I, I think you will be because data looks like you're trending up.
0: It was, it was a. It was
1: a. Did not show up
0: in the first round. Yeah, zero. Zero. Uh, and then it's five, and then four. So we're trending upwards. Maybe a little slow ride, but keep that consistency, and you will be on the podium.
1: Yeah, that's that, that's what we're hoping. And um, like we felt a little better. We felt a little bit better at uh, in Georgia after after the uh, the Florida race. But so let's real quick. We kind of talked about the class and all that. But Florida. That's just a brutal. That's just a brutal experience. Yeah,
0: I was gonna ask. Um, how does the sand contribute in all like the different terrain? Cause I know it's not completely sandy the whole way through, but there are some portions where
1: that does play a little bit of a factor. Like a Palaka? Yeah. Oh, it's pretty much 12, 13 miles of sand. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and you know, those guys, the pro guys go down there and they train over the winter and they ride down there. And even those guys, um, talking to them after the race, they said that by the time we got done this year at, at the Hogwaller that, you know, some of the, uh, some of the track was as rough as they'd ever seen it. So um, even them down there training, it's, it's still tough on them. And, you know, you come from up North, we don't have a whole lot of opportunity to, to ride over the winter unless you just go out and gut it out. Um, And we definitely don't have any opportunity to go out and ride sand over the winter. So that is just a, you just kind of go down there, and the plan is just to kind of get through it, just survive, just survive, survive Florida, and come back yeah, and race so, in the woods. So, in a lot of cases, just getting points at all in Florida, coming away with you know a fifth there and getting some points, is that's that's a win. I mean, <laughs> it's if, a win. because there's a lot of guys that by that third lap, um, and if you run a fourth lap, I mean, there's a lot of guys sitting along the trail mm-hmm. that are uh, either broke down, dead or, in the water, or they're flat, just out of gas physically, yeah, and they're like, enough of this, yeah, they're done. <laughs>
0: But uh, I'm, I'm interested to see or hear from your experience, uh, how did the O-Bore tires stack up in the sand and in that terrain?
1: Um, I mean, they did really well. Yeah. Um, actually, of course, I got them over the winter, put them on. Um, I had, had an opportunity to ride them a little bit on one of Adam's bikes, just kind of just messing around, um, but nothing in terms of in a, in a race situation. And we were super pleased with, with how the, the tires performed. In, in some cases, they almost bit too good. Really? Yeah, like coming out of turns and stuff, sometimes that there was there was so much bite on them that you had to set the bike up a little bit differently in the turns, if not the bike wanted to push straight through the turn because the bike was trying to shoot forward. Right. Um, so but once we kind of got adjusted to that, loved them. Awesome. Yep.
0: Yeah, so we have some stuff to give away from a bore, is that right? What we, are, what
1: are we giving away? We do. So I think we're going to we're going to give away we've got a t-shirt and a hat and my thoughts were that on the trivia question that the uh, whoever responds correctly first, they would get their choice. Sure. Of hat and it's and then uh, second place it, gets it is. Uh, the it just leftovers. so everybody knows, it is a large T-shirt. Here. We've only got one size. Can we see the hat here? You're gonna don. you gonna don. Sure, it. I'll don the hat. You gonna take all your gear off? Ah uh, well, just dude, maneuver it here. Cut your hair, dude. You need a haircut. There's, it, there's the Obor hat. And folks, we'll send you a fresh hat. You don't have to have the f- hat that my son put on his head. <laughs>
0: And then here's the T-shirt. We we wore that on the last podcast. Yeah,
1: these same shirts so. we wore on the last podcast. This is a large size. It's the only one we have so that if you if you do get the trivia question and you want the large T-shirt, we'll send you that. If you can't utilize a like, if you can't use a large T-shirt, we'll send you the hat, um, and then we'll give second place whatever the first place doesn't take. So does that sound? So are you ready? I, I'm ready. The what? question is, is, is our moderator ready? Yes. Oh, All she's right. ready. She says she's ready. So. Okay. Yeah, good, good deal. Uh,
0: so, in, in honor we don't have to look them up. There you go. In honor of OBOR, <laughs> yeah. uh, we were wondering, what does OBOR stand for? There you go. That right. is the question. Is what the does OBOR question. stand for? And the first person to answer right gets their pick of either the T-shirt or the hat. Yes. And then the second person that gets it right will get whatever they, get whatever yeah. left over. So
1: I did ask Taylor that whoever does uh, win the uh, shirt and the hat, she'll be Facebook messaging them just to got kind of to get the information on where to send to send them. And uh, we'll, we'll kind of see how it goes from there. And while we're waiting on an answer, yeah. we also have some t-shirts up here. Yeah.
0: That, uh, yeah. ours truly that, uh, decided to design and
1: print all in the same swoop. Yeah, so we have ventured into a little bit of a, I don't know if you call it a clothing brand, but we're we're trying to... Oh, it's definitely a brand. Yeah, yeah so we have a
0: brand it, tag. Yeah, it's... Go hardcore. Yeah, it's, and all you do, go hardcore. And all you
1: do, go hardcore. Um, so we've got, uh, I think we have eight designs of shirts now that uh, we've kind of messed with. Uh, they're, they're not in production or anything yet. We're just kind of getting off the ground. Um, we did, uh, we're getting ready to put a building out here outside the house for all of our all the equipment well that we it's going to be it's going to be the race shop so i can give my wife her garage back um and then we'll also have the t-shirt business and stuff out there as well so um
0: <laughs> Shari said Obliv- that obor stands for <laughs> uh, oblivious obvious, uh, obvious oh, oh. badasses of racing <laughs> that's that's I can't good see. That's, that's good that's what it should have been but not quite not quite all right, so, so what does OBOR stand for? What does OBOR stand for? Still waiting on it. I didn't know it either until we had to look it up beforehand, so yeah. uh, no shame there. Should we go ahead and line up our, our trainer interview while we're waiting on an answer, or what do you want to go from here?
1: Yeah, we can do that. So, uh, folks, we, we've we got a couple guests on the show tonight. Um, two of them are, are riders uh, that we're going to talk to a little bit later on, uh, but our first guest is going to be uh, Haley Crowfoot, and if you, those of you don't know, that is uh, – her, her maiden name is Haley McGill. It is Adam McGill's, uh, is it little sister? Yeah, little sister. And she is, she has her own, um, conditioning program. She's a trainer and uh, actually a lot of, uh, a lot of current racers have begun using or utilizing or working with Haley. Um, we worked with her last year. We started working with her again this year but uh, honestly, I, I did get sick there for about three weeks and threw us way off the pace, and we have yet to recover yeah. uh, in terms of the workouts. But she uh, she's a badass. Yeah, she she'll put you in your place. She will. She she's pretty wicked serious when it comes to this stuff. And the folks who are working with her, they know exactly what I'm talking about. And her her workouts they're no joke. Yeah. So let's let's get a hold of
0: her um, okay. before we do that. I guess we have a winner. Uh, who's our winner? Jeff. Jessica Lemley won, uh and her Nichols pick and Seth Nichols the
1: second place. So right. just kind of let Taylor let Ta- Taylor know what you want and then uh Seth will reach out to you with uh the either the hat or the shirt and we'll get that sent out to you here later this week. Good deal. Is Congratulations. uh Congratulations.
0: Is Haley on the horn here? Let's see if we can get a hold of her here. Well this is, this is our first Skype, right? Yep, we're going to
1: try and get a hold of her through the Skype. Okay. So we did have a little technical difficulties oh, keeping yeah. her keeping her on the line uh in terms of the video. So hopefully oh. I like that music. Uh oh.
0: Here we go. Well, there's it a... Hello, hello. Oh, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? I'm so sad I can't see you. Uh, no, I know. We we tried that that Hi. was Hi. the thing that What's we were trying to work there? out is, beforehand. Uh was she's not able to see us, but we can see her. Yes. But, yeah. So yeah.
1: Uh, have you been listening to the show? Oh yeah. Okay, so we we bragged you up pretty good. Uh we talked about uh, we talked about what a badass you are and that uh that you just like take pleasure in kicking people's behinds, I think.
2: <laughs> I live for it.
1: <laughs> so, uh we did earlier we had uh Haley kind of give us a little 360 preview of her her shop down there but or her 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 uh, gym and uh, it kind of scary. It looks scary. Yeah,
0: I, I would, the, yeah, yeah. let's see a so, little little action here. So
1: this is actually the headquarters of HC Conditioning, which we kind of oh. like because it stands for you know hardcore, hardcore condition. conditioning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even though that might not be what it really stands for, that's 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 what we that's what we call it. So, Haley, we just wanted you to kind of tell us a little bit about kind of how your background in in fitness and how you got started with. Some of the coaching stuff that you do, and then maybe also talk to us about how you got to got into start working with racers.
2: Yeah, um, I grew up living in this. I knew I wanted to do something with racers and riders, so I had that whole intention of went to physical therapy school when I was um, working in my undergrad, um, and then I got out and realized that. That's not actually what I want to do. I want to train these guys. I don't want to necessarily rehabil- rehabilitate them. I can through exercise, but I want to kick these guys and girls' butts. <laughs> so <laughs> um, so I had a couple other jobs, um, some clinical jobs that got me some experience with um, anybody who's got some other issues going on too. But. Um, I last year I got my uh, certified strength and conditioning certification, um, which really is uh, how do I put it? It's the ultimate butt kicking trainer experience. <laughs> 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 so it's really the gold standard for any type of training or weightlifting, um, if you will. So yeah.
1: So, and actually you, you had, you've had some physical problems with your back as well. And actually a lot of this training and stuff has gotten you back into a pretty good shape as well. Is that correct?
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah. I went through <laughs> a horrible, horrible injury. I really, I don't even know. There's no diagnosis of what happened, but I'm 99% sure that I herniated a disc. And then over the years, it just uh, okay. marketing for my business because how can i take care of somebody else when i can't take care of myself? Sure. Um last year i got a surgery, got it fixed, rehabilitated myself and i'm ready. What can i do for my racers now?
1: So, yeah, let's let's talk about that because like i I've, I've worked out on my own obviously racing over the many years trying to figure out a way to we we always, a lot of times we say there's just no substitute for riding the bike in terms of getting in shape, but you kind of approach things a little bit differently, uh, in terms of setting up your program. I mean, it's completely designed for a lot of the movements and things that, that I know that we're doing on the bike. Talk a little bit about how you, how you set that up.
2: All of my workouts, they are, they're evidence-based. So it's not just what I think is going to work. I actually did research on this. This was my senior thesis in college is what is the best way to to train these people, to train these athletes. And it's it's a combination of different movements, but your heart rates are elevated mainly due to the isometric contraction. So an isometric contraction is you're holding this movement while your muscles are still like constricted you're holding this movement and therefore your heart rate is getting elevated. Um, so a lot of my exercises have those isometric exercises, but you're also doing something in addition to. So it could be uh, you're holding a squat, but you're also doing bicep curls. That's a really simple one. Um, but like I said, everything is is evidence-based. And I don't just base it off of, oh, this sounds like a fun exercise to do. Let's see if I can do it. And it's very sport-spe- sport-specific too. Like what are you doing while you're on the bike you know you're not doing bicep curls so right <laughs> right so it's, it's trying to implement all that in place too but yeah a lot of it is is it's not just what you can put in in the gym it's what can you also uh, what are you putting into your body how much seat time are you getting how much stretching are you doing are you uh, living a stress-free life so it's a lot of factors that come in to play with your
1: total conditioning yeah so i i can speak from experience like there, there. <laughs> yeah. and so when you got, we, this, you got the scars still Is well, it, yeah <laughs> so when i searched when i started this last season um i don't know maybe midway through this season or whatever i wanted to try to start working with Haley and just kind of see how it went and the number one like right off the bat within the first few workouts I was breathing harder and exerting myself more than any time I'd ever done things like going out and, and, and running or hiking or biking uh, alone. Like I'm looking, I'm like, Holy moly. I don't know if I can do another set of this. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm breathing so hard. Like I'm questioning whether I can do. And, you know, she has it set up on, you know, these circuit things. And it's just like, you're like, Oh my God, I got to do another one. Like, so, but at the same time, I can also say that, I was really surprised at how quickly I progressed. Like once, once I kind of got some foundation built up with, with some of the workouts, um, the, the ability then to, to, to go through and, and do the circuits and, and actually extend the workouts and be able to put more into it. I was, Haley, I was really surprised at how quickly that worked. Is that, is that normal? Um, or, you know, it's just cause I'm hardcore that that worked for me. <laughs> oh, it's
2: only because you're hardcore. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, the power of proper programming and being able to periodize your workouts um, and taper off on a certain week and be able to recover your body. That way you can actually see progress and see improvement. So it's not just constant build and then you plateau and you wonder, huh, why am I not improving? I'm lifting more weight, but I don't see any difference or I don't feel any difference. It's just the power of proper programming.
1: So also like, it, it felt like a lot of the uh, exercises that you would have me do there was a lot of compound movement in it like there was a lot of, there was a lot going on other than just like you weren't just doing a push up like there was always like 15 other things in there like you know i had to
0: balance <laughs> <Bounce> an apple <laughs> on your I head had to, while pushing up I with one i had arm. to pet a dog and find a cat and <laughs>
1: you know, so so <laughs> do it,
2: math and do math math.
1: is is that is there is that strategic
2: it is um i I don't like to do any type of exercises on a machine, unless it's a ski or a rower or an air. Machine. But I I want to implement functional exercises so you can actually transfer that not only from the quad or the bike, but to your daily life too.
1: Like with me, it, it was it was probably legitimately it was a couple months working with you to where I felt like it was re- there was real progress going on. Um, but what like I know that you've got several racers working with you this year that I I don't think we're working with you last year. Um, have you seen and have you gotten kind of testimonials and kind of feedback from folks that this is, this is working for them as well?
2: Yeah, a hundred percent. And if it's not working, I, I create that dialogue between my client. I want that. I want to know what's not working and, and what is, how can I make you better? Because this is not, for me. You know, I'm not benefiting from it. You guys are. So if something's not working or you feel like it's not helping you, then they need to let me know. So yeah, there's been a lot of success and so far I haven't had anybody not like him. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean other than the complaining about the difficulty and whatnot, but
0: <laughs> Yeah. Whatnot. I feel like that's a compliment though. If they if they complain about how hard you're pushing them, I feel like that is you're you're succeeding at that point.
2: Right. And I find it funny because I have I have several clients who who say, Give me your worst, do oh, your no. worst, bring blood. <laughs> bring blood.
1: No, <laughs> don't <Okay. laughs> So I think I, think I want to challenge here because, you know, XClay oh, over shit. here to my, to my left ha, has not experienced one of these workouts. So I think the only way he can actually come back on the podcast and talk about this is if he goes through one of those. So I think because yeah. I think probably as you're going to say at some point, I, I have to start working out again. So I think we're going to bring O'Clay Clay sure. in the mix. And that, that's actually good timing because – uh, the hardcore
0: team is actually venturing into Spartan race territory. Yes. Ha- Haley, have you ever done a Spartan race? How
2: about? I've done a tough mutter, not a Spartan race. What
1: well, would you
0: like to join our team? How
1: about in August? How about in August? About August, an August? You come do the you come do the Spartan with us.
2: <laughs> What's the date in August?
0: Uh, August thirtieth at one p.m. It's, it's in West. It's in West Virginia.
2: Possible. That might be possible. Right now, I'm actually in massage therapy school, and we finish. August twenty
0: first. All right. We'll oh, you've got we'll plenty you of down. time to get in shape. We'll put you down.
1: <laughs> so <laughs>
0: hey
2: what do you mean get in shape.
0: <laughs> well
1: I mean <laughs> oh. that's gonna hurt later. Yes, that's, it gonna, is. that's gonna hurt yes, later. It is. <laughs> so Haley, um, I know one of the things that we're gonna, you know, get here and from having you on the show is you know, if if folks would be interested in, you know, finding more about how to work with you or their race program, like what's the best way for people to get a hold of you or get contact with you?
2: several different ways you can go through you can find me personally you can um, find my page hc conditioning or you can go to my website www.hcconditioning.com
0: www.hcconditioning.com
1: right and the, the actually the, the beauty the beauty of what Haley does is she doesn't you don't actually have to to get in front of her like she can do this from a distance Um, and still kick your behind so there there is no issues with Mm -hmm. with you know her being in Florida and you being here that that did not affect our kind of trainer workout relationship at all and and she said earlier she was fantastic about if I said to her hey I really struggle with that one particular exercise like she would either modify that or she would find something else in its place because you know there were certain things like I don't know why I have terrible problem with hamstring cramps. So some of the, yeah. So some of the uh, exercises she gave me, like I did two of them and I'm like, like, Oh my God, I can't do another one. I already got a cramp. Um, so she, so she substituted that stuff and made it possible for me to still do the workouts without, you know, battling that. I I wish you could have been there at the (laughs) Spartan super.
0: Uh, I think it was, was it 2018? Was it? Yeah. And, uh, he tried to keep up with the young guns and he tried to sprint the last <laughs> Much like, like racing. A sprint the last 100 yards <laughs> with with one hamstring already down the toilet and he he crossed the he fell over the finish line and i was watching his uh, calves and hamstrings they were like undulating and like tightening and they were so tight I could see them moving under his skin and I was like, Oh my God. And I was like pulling him across the line like, get your medal, quick. Let's get the yeah, guy a
1: banana. That's awesome. I really appreciate
0: you bringing that up. That's fantastic. So. No, it's, oh man. I, I couldn't resist. Once yeah, you brought brung up your yeah. issues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, Haley. So obviously you got an open invitation to join us for the Spartan race. That would be great fun for you and Brent both to come do that with us. Um, but um, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show with us um, again, folks, if you want to reach out, it's H C conditioning, www.hcconditioning.com. If you want to work with Haley, I promise you'll see improvement. So Haley, thank you so much. Thank you, Haley.
2: Thanks guys. See ya.
1: See ya. All right. Well, thanks for that story, by the way. Yeah. No problem. I yeah. love
0: any chance I get to throw you under the bus, especially on a live podcast. Oh yeah. I will take advantage. Yes,
1: yes. So now everybody knows I've got hamstring problems and you know, I can't run. And- <laughs>
0: You think people will use that information against you? <laughs> so far, they haven't had to because <laughs> four uh, I'm fourth. Uh, fourth and fifth,
1: so it doesn't really matter.
0: Oh, boy. That's always a good time. Yep. Um, but one thing we didn't talk about, and we forgot to, um, apparently Obor was nice enough to
1: set you guys like a cookout deal. Yeah. And And uh, what was that all about? I wasn't there. So it wasn't in, it wasn't in Florida. Um, they were talking about doing it in Florida, but actually Bruce Nyland with Obor was uh, out west at the Mint Race. Um, so he couldn't do it that weekend so we did it we were going to do it the Friday night before the Georgia race in the uh, McGill Mafia pit so uh, Bruce Nyland with O'Boer they sponsored and brought all the the food for the cookout and then they got actually got all the O'Boer riders together that are um, being the O'Boer sponsored riders for this year and and we had a cookout and it was really cool because you know a lot of the O'Boer riders I would know them from social media or see their posts or whatever but never really got a chance to kind of actually meet him face to face and get to talk to him so um it was a really cool event Bruce even brought a fire pit brought some firewood oh that was nice of him. um yeah we threw some fire we threw some firewood in the fire pit and sat around um and really just had a great time talking about racing and I told you know I was, I was talking with Adam and 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 Mark uh, the mustache that's how I remember racing back when I started Mm -hmm. was that, you know, on Friday evening before the race, this, everybody was just kind of out socializing. There was camp, a lot of campfires everywhere. People would just kind of move around from campfire to campfire and talk and socialize and reminisce. And of course, tell, tell lies about racing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But so like, yeah, that was, it was cool because, you know, it's, it's not that it's a terrible thing, but you know, at least in that pro area, it's so competitive and it's so serious that you know there there are a lot of times there, there's not as much time and and again it's not a negative against those guys at all it's just it's it's now more much more business for them right. they're making yeah. a living doing that um, but man that was a blast we we had mm-hmm. a ball just talking about racing and talking about old old time racing and of course yeah. anytime you talk about old time racing you got to talk about two fifty Rs. so <laughs> we, we talked about talked about two fifty yards and stuff um, but yeah it was it was a really good time. Um, and actually, here in a little bit, our second guest is going to be we met them. Oh, you met the, them for there. the first time face to face at the uh, at the Obor event. Um, and that is uh, Cassidy Williams and Zach Wright, which uh, double check my fact, but they're engaged. Is that correct? Well, the, Say, um, there's a save the, the, the date, date or something? Says August, so August of 2020. Okay. August All right. So they're going to get married. No, I, I, yeah. I, okay. So I was wrong. I told my kept telling my wife. I said, "Yeah, they're a married couple." And then, like, she says, "Well, why is their last names different?" I'm thinking, "Yeah, I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got nothing. So anyway, so they're 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 engaged to be married apparently. But we're gonna we'll, yeah, we're gonna we'll, get them on the whole we'll talk to them about
0: that in a minute. But before we get to that, we yeah. have another trivia question. Yeah, brought to you it. by DP Breaks. DP Breaks and yeah. uh, did was it Larry Mills that got yes, a hold so of you? Larry,
1: and also, I can't again. You know, as much as you know, Bruce is doing a fantastic job with Obor everybody knows i mean larry is the man like you see him at events and i mean that guy has to never stop traveling because you know you you hear he was here the night before and all of a sudden you turn around saturday and there he is at the race and like <laughs> he's super personable like he he is easy to talk to he wants to he wants to give everybody some time um and, and that's not always the case i mean he's always willing to, to to spend a few minutes talking with you and he also really does a nice job of helping promote the riders um, through social media with DP breaks, he's always sending out congratulatory messages or texts or, or posts. And, uh, I mean, he's really fun to work with. Yeah. It sounds like he, he's almost like the face, the face of racing
0: almost like just with him being in every race, no matter what rain or shine yeah. or the distance he's, he's there. He, he's there.
1: So, but, you know, by the way, in the commentary, your sister, she says she loves the way that you constantly are ragging on hey, me on camera, yeah. off camera. That's how it's always it's like it's how it, always Is it, it, it's real life. Well, I mean, I got
0: to make a, I, you, you ragged on me from age, like, straight out the womb to, like, 18. You to were not, on my to, ass. To still. So now that,
1: this is my time for a little payback. Uh, yeah, you're getting it. Yeah, i will get it. You're getting it. You're getting <laughs> it. So, yeah, so let's do a trivia question for, uh, we're going to give away a DP Breaks hat. Um, we got a hat over there? We, we do. And actually, Larry himself. Oh, it's oh, the exact yeah, same yeah, one. Yeah. So, Larry himself sent us a great question. So, our DP brakes trivia question is What material makes DP brakes the most popular brake pad in the industry? What material makes the DP brakes the most popular brake pad in the industry? Now, we only have one hat. We only have one hat. So, So first first come, first serve. First answer wins. So, of course, our lovely assistant will be monitoring the answers again. (laughs) Thank you, Taylor. And while we're waiting on the answer, we're going to
0: try and get. Get the couple on the horn, uh, Cassidy Williams. Are are they ready? Did you? We're going to talk text? about
1: Georgia before or after we call them.
0: Um, well, I thought you wanted to save Georgia for yeah. next time because oh, that's um, right. Yep, because there's there might be a little drought of uh, racing. That here is true. We are going to do that. Weeks.
1: Also, we're going to do that because we are going to bring back the fantasy league. That's right. Yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm very excited. Yeah. I was
0: wanting to bring it back this yeah. week, but well, that uh, well, just that, did, didn't happen. That's if there's any racing still that's, to go on. to Have true. a fantasy league about. That's very true. So We'll come um, up with something. We'll we'll wait and see what the uh, what the schedule is going to look like, and
1: we'll we'll play it by ear. Yeah, either. but you know, listen, I'm excited about that because now that we're able to do this on live on the yes. video, we're actually going to be able to pick the classes. We've found a couple technology tools yeah. or you know the apps that we can do like the spinner thing. Oh and yeah, so we can pick the, the spinners, we thing. can pick the classes. Yeah, hey, it's my tech. Yeah. You're, you're one, you're my responsible one, for
0: one piece of technology my one tech, and it's yeah. a spinner thing. It's a spinner. <laughs> yes.
1: I think it's called a random generator. The, but, hey, but,
0: that's some fancy terms there, yeah, Mr. I do, Hardcore.
1: But, yeah, I like spinner. Okay. Spinner we'll things. go with spinner thing. Yeah. So. Oh, wait, we got some more heckling. Uh-oh. What's our heckle? I don't know. I can't vibranium. see it. Oh, vibranium.
0: <laughs> oh. Hey. <laughs> there you go
1: oh fantastic (laughs) okay all right so we're going to get actually we tried to skype with uh cassidy and zach but their their internet internet at their house wasn't quite strong enough so we're we're going to do a call uh have them on the show uh, over the phone so we're going to give them a call now and let me get here hello hello hey what's up how are you guys Good, yeah. Good, hey. So you guys are actually on the show right now on the phone. So um, you're you're coming across the computer and you're being broadcast live on our Facebook Live. So if you can, awesome. can you guys put uh, on speakerphone so we can hear you both, or can you not do that? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, there he is. <laughs> Hello, so that's right. Stay strong, Zach. You're not married yet. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> Hopefully, I will be soon. <laughs>
1: So yeah, so one of the interesting things we were talking about, and hopefully you've been listening, is that we talked. We really got to meet you guys at the um, Oboe event at the McGill uh, Pit uh, Friday night before Georgia. Um, and like I said, I, I I thought you guys were already married, but I kind of missed the boat there. So if you don't care, one of you tell us a little bit about your your kind of your backstory and and kind of how you guys got together. But then also how you got to it where did you get together because of racing or did you get into racing after you got together like what's the what's the story
4: yeah so actually we um we met at a east race um back in 2017 yeah and then 2018 in September we got engaged um and then September 5th of 2020 is when we'll be getting married
1: all right so you guys actually were both were already racing when you met
4: yeah yep. i'd actually um i'd actually kind of steered away from cross country racing and got more into tt racing i'm sorry and then when i, when I got <laughs> <laughs> and then um when i got when me and zach got together he kind of drug me back to cross country so that's here it. we are
1: brought her back thank goodness man that's right you know the obvious question is you, you guys ever you know race head to head
4: Oh, um, uh, I guess we do on our track. Yeah.
1: Yeah. How how's that go? She beats me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> is,
4: that or you,
1: is, is that true? Is that true? You just are you just keeping the peace?
3: Uh, it's really it's really close.
1: Yeah. To
3: be honest with you,
1: you guys, uh, I know that Zach, you've been able to race all three first rounds. Is that correct? Yes. So you're running. Is it Junior A? I looked. I think I looked yes, that up, right? it up right. So, yep. how has? Uh, did you always race junior a have you raced another class in the past like what Uh, brought you to that
3: i have always raced junior a uh last year one time i raced in the morning and it was a lot different but other than that yeah i've always ran junior a every gncc race i've ever done for four years now
1: so how did how has your season gone so far this year
3: um it's going okay for not Training or riding. Yeah. All right. Yes. You're another, there seems to be a theme. Yes. Another
1: brother who hasn't trained. <laughs>
3: yeah. So, I, I mean, it's going pretty good. Florida, I broke a chain within the first quarter mile, and then it started to beat me up pretty bad, and I got lazy. No. So the other the other two have gone fairly well.
1: Yeah, we have a great, uh, we, I saw a great, I think, picture of you over the uh, creek jump in uh, at Big Buck.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I did get to hit that a few times. Yeah, the last time got a little sketchy, but
1: yeah. So what? So so what's that like?
3: It's pretty fun. It's it looks a lot bigger standing there looking at it than when you actually
1: jump it. Yeah. So what? Well, so I've never actually jumped that. I've always I've always been. Like, I, I'm too old I, to do that. <laughs> yeah,
3: I will say that the first time that I raced at Big Buck, the first lap there was a mud hole in front of the jump, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go around this time. And I thought that going around was harder than jumping it. Really? After I jumped it. Yeah, it just seemed like it took too much time. You could almost get
1: stuck in the creek that year. Jumping it, I mean, you really just... Sure, sure. Yeah. So, Cassidy, you've only been actually... but You were only actually able to race uh, Big Buck South Carolina because you're actually... You're injured.
4: Correct, yeah. So... You know, we went into Big Buck feeling pretty good. I'd actually rode a little more than Zach did over the winter. Um, I don't know how that worked out, but I had rode a little bit more than him. Took it a little more serious because this was actually going to be my first full GNCC series, like, running the full season. Okay. And so I was taking it a little more serious. We I finally got to be off work and, you know, traveled all of them. So I was taking it pretty serious. And then, you know, we go out there at Big Buck and – I was, I was holding top three. I was I was in third going for my first podium run as far as WXC goes. And we were probably a mile or so from the finish. And I look over my shoulder and I see um, – I'm sure a lot of people know Kate Osborne. I looked over my shoulder and I seen her. And I knew – I mean, she turns the heat up. So, you know, I took off. And about time I did, me and her just out of nowhere collided. Oh, man. And um, I actually – ended up injuring I had a crushing injury to the main muscle that's in your shin along with and that caused nerve damage as well that controlled my foot so that kind of set me out for the rest of that race I didn't even get to finish
1: Wow so but it sound like you were it sounds like you were running good
4: yeah I was running I was I mean I felt good I was I mean I was pretty happy with where I was considering I mean that would have been the first GNCC I finished and probably two years i think
1: so it, um, in the past when you when you have run some jncc races have you always run uh, wxc or have you did you run no, any other I,
4: um i've ran wxc maybe two or three times but i've always had terrible luck and either crashed or broke so i mean i'm a, definitely a rookie to wxc what i consider myself i've never really ran a full series in anything I mean, I ran a few women's and GNCC, and then back in the day on like two fifties, I would run schoolboy every now and then. But I've never been consistent with running a full series. I've just never been able to, honestly, between school and work and so, you know, just life.
1: So, so the, I think the obvious question, next question, is going to be: so what? What is your what's your status? Like, how long are you going to be out? Do you plan on making a comeback this year, or is this a is this something you're going to kind of have to evaluate as you go along, or what? What's the timeline?
4: Oh, no, I definitely think, I mean, I was ready to run Still Creek. It's actually working in my favor. I hate it for everyone else, but it's actually working in my favor as far as that being canceled. It's going to give me a little time to get back on the bike and get the feel of things. And I actually rode um, the Wednesday before the General, and I probably could have raced the General, but I just didn't feel comfortable, and I'm looking more long-term as far as this recovery goes versus going back out there and just re-injuring it because it was a pretty serious injury, so. Sure. Yeah, you know, I was like, well, I might as well not blow it. You know, racing this one race and just miss another one and and come back stronger at the next one. So,
1: so are are you are you happy with your transition back to cross country racing, or is this going to be something like it's going to be this year and then, you 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 might look to do something else in the future?
4: No, I mean, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Um, I mean, the reason I started into TT is I actually had a bad. I crash a lot, to be honest. I had a bad. <laughs> Um, I had a bad incident on a dirt bike that actually um, messed up some disc and things like that in my back. So that's why I kind of steered away from cross country because it's just so hard on your body. Everyone knows that. And then TT, you know, you can go out there and kill yourself for five minutes and it's over with. And I mean, you're not going, you know, you don't have that crazy rough terrain or anything like that. Right. So that's why I kind of went in that direction. But I mean, honestly, I love cross country way more. I mean, that's what I I always rode in woods growing up and everything. And it's just so much more fun. Well, that's cool. Well,
1: obviously, obviously the people in this group are glad you made the choice to come back to cross country racing. So um, I
4: don't regret it at all. I mean, I sometimes regret it after a race, you know, the first few days, just because my back's yelling at me but other than that i mean i love it well yeah so the uh, the
1: the the coronavirus thing is is going to give you more time to come back and it's going to give zach and i more chance to work out
4: (laughs) that's it (laughs) yeah i'm kind of excited about being quarantined because we're both going to kick each other's butts on on the track and then try and work out a little bit and be ready for whenever we get to race again
1: so you guys were at the obor event so how'd you how'd you like that we talked a little bit earlier about that's how that's how racing used to be back when i was a lot younger um and we went to the tracks so that was a pretty cool event
3: yeah i wish we could do that every weekend to be honest hopefully we can
1: yeah i mean it was just an opportunity to get to get to know people like you know that in, in the i just don't think we do that as much anymore as we used yeah, to at the races
3: I, yeah definitely not you know that's probably one of the first times i think i've ever done that besides with my family to be honest
1: sure sure so yeah. we'll, Guys, obviously you've got you've got a lot to plan for coming up here for for August. Um, congratulations on that, and we definitely appreciate you uh, taking the time to to be with us on the show. And uh, is there anybody you'd like to to thank that's helped you out along the way?
4: Yeah, definitely. We'd like to thank everyone for sure. We would definitely like to thank you for having us on tonight. That was pretty cool. Our biggest sponsor this year, Oboard Tires. You know, I'd like to thank Zach his family, my family, my mom and dad are super supportive of, of us racing. They support both of us. Turtle race engines, Teresi racing, wrath racing, RJR, sunstar, Tireballs, spider graphics, nine, two, um, the list goes on and on. I'm sure I'm forgetting someone. I don't have anything to look at right now. But, <laughs> well, yeah, sounds familiar.
1: Our, you're doing good.
4: Yeah. <laughs> all our friends and family, but yeah.
1: Well, we definitely look forward to seeing you guys, uh, back at the racetrack. Um, local series do you guys do one particular do you do mid east uh, pretty much primarily or
4: we did but we kind of stepped back from that zach was actually um the 2018 18. champion there overall champion nice
1: yeah back in my prime i guess you know, <laughs> what, what are you like 23
3: <laughs> uh, 28
1: oh okay well not hey it won't be too long you'll be saying you're in the vet class <laughs>
3: yeah
1: no, so i, I talked in your class soon oh, <laughs> oh. well there just be one more person i can't beat <laughs> i don't
3: know about that
1: so I, I talked to zach earlier we were trying to test out whether we could skype with him and i said hey you, you know you passed me at georgia and he said i did i said yeah he, next time you at least got a wave or something i mean you kind of pass the guy and you don't even give him a wave that's kind of rude <laughs> Yeah, we got to have some kind of signal. So, whenever, uh, whenever Adam McGill, the Gator, passes me, he always gives me the finger. Yeah, so I was, about, like... I was about to say there's, oh, there's goodness. a signal you can give. <laughs> so that's how I know it's one of my buddies. <laughs> uh huh. I'll
3: have to try that. Yeah.
1: All right, guys. Hey, again, thanks for taking the time to be on the show, and we definitely look forward to seeing you back at the track. And and, uh, Casty, we hope you get a quick recovery and and get back out there as well. So, um, again, thanks for being on the show, guys. Thank
3: All right,
0: you. We'll see you. See, see you guys. Yeah, Scott Scott Meadows says hard to have time to train sometimes. So he was saying it's hard yeah. to find time okay, to train. You know
1: what? You know who Scott is? Scott's yeah. another older gentleman. Yeah. You know, he understands that he understands the struggle. Yeah. And <laughs> then uh,
0: Scott Willems, uh, whenever we were talking about uh, jumping the creek, he says, just, don't be scared, you just gotta send it. It's only a creek. <laughs> yeah, well Yeah. Tell that to those guys that were picking yeah, themselves yeah, up on exactly. the Yeah, Exactly whenever we first came on, they oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but it looks like we did have a winner. Uh, it was uh, Glenn oh, Stout. Glenn Stout. He's one of our bus drivers. Congratulations, G-Money. Yeah. That's awesome. So he won a uh, DP break. And, and I won't even have to send it to him. I could just, <laughs> just take it to him at the bus garage. So congratulations, Glenn. Yeah, awesome. Um, Thanks,
1: Glenn. Thanks for listening too, buddy.
0: That's about all we had planned. Yeah. Uh, We were wanting to save some stuff. We know we had, we didn't cover the general at all. And we were kind of wanting to save that for the next podcast because we're not sure how, uh, uh, what the race schedule is going to look like in terms of like the quarantine and and stuff like that. So we're kind of saving some, we're kind of sandbagging a little bit. Um, and we'll uh, so we'll we're reinitiate actually, the fantasy league. Yeah, we're going to actually episode. try to come back next
1: week cuz yeah. you you actually have a break next week yeah, in I terms do. of your work schedule. Um and just real quick, reminder of the you know the fantasy league, we will pick four. We pick four classes. We'll see. We well, we might be we might
0: be doing some re, reformatting. Oh, oh you're going to
1: you're going to change yeah. the you're going to change the game. Yep. I'm shocked. Yeah.
0: Hey, <laughs> well isn't that the way Harvey's do it? Whenever they start losing <laughs> the game, they change the rules, right? <laughs> Remember that Spartan race? Whenever uh, we said whoever crosses the finish line first, and then you said, "Oh well, I'm older. I need the time. I need a a handicap." It's not cheating. It's creative winning. Yeah, that's definitely the (laughs) Harvey motto. But we we we're thinking about doing a reformat. We may not do as many classes. We may do like maybe two. Yeah. uh, Maybe one that we pick, and maybe one that the audience picks. Uh, so maybe if you're watching, maybe just like throw in a comment on what class you might want to see okay. us do a fantasy league for. Okay, and maybe we'll do one of ours. We'll pick one, or we'll, or we'll do your spinner. Yeah, and we'll
1: spin for one. A <laughs> spinner. We'll,
0: we'll do we'll spin one, and then we'll have them pick one. And uh,
1: well, also too, we've talked about this. I, I really want to do. We want to do a. Uh, we want to do a kids portion or a youth rider portion on the show as well. Um, so some of you folks out there listening, if you know um youth riders that and again i'm not being critical but youth rider that wouldn't be too shy to get on the show and actually talk and you know have some conversation uh via skype or via phone um please kind of just uh give us some ideas of of, of good uh young uh, riders that we could have on the show as well and then we also still want to kind of have some dirt disasters yeah we we, we started we did a little preview you you showed a little video but we'd like to get some people to kind of give us stories yeah of of their dirt disaster yeah if they could
0: like send in a video and then maybe like type up a yeah. little uh uh scenario what happened like what caused them to crash? Yep. And what they're doing to fix it? And if they're injured, what their injury is, how they're recovering. Things hopefully, like that there's nature. hopefully
1: there's just their prods. Yeah, yeah, there. That's <laughs> that.
0: It's, that, it's well, I don't know. That one doesn't heal as well. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough that's one. a tough one. Yeah,
1: so, yeah. So we want to do those things too, and we want to have as much uh, audience participation as we can in terms of you know involving people in the show. And again, you know, the roots of this is life behind the pros. We want to talk to people. You know, they're out there doing this for fun. No one's making a living doing this. But we definitely uh want to involve as many people as possible, so yeah,
0: and uh, if you're watching on the Facebook page, uh, make sure to like and follow the life behind the pros Facebook page yes. uh, we will be yep. sending updates on yep. uh, when you could expect the next podcast or if there's format changes or delays or whatever that's the best way to get information about the podcast
1: well I'm, uh, I'm hoping now that we're actually out here and we have the studio kind of semi set up that it's going to be way easier to uh, you know kind of keep continue to yeah
0: keep it it rolling yeah it it takes a while to set up but now that we're actually set up and set in stone right hopefully we can just like pop it on whenever we want and we can keep a consistent schedule as best we can
1: well we definitely want to say you know thanks to dp brakes uh, again definitely want to thank uh tires as well of course fly racing helps us at the track nine two goggles um helps us as well evan's coolant is is a sponsor. Uh, Sunstar Chains and Sprockets sponsors as well. um So just those are just a few of the, the companies that I know are definitely supporting us uh, locally. We want to thank Mooney's Diner. Oh yeah, yeah. So yes. that's so. Well, I guess yeah. right not right now because yeah. I just got a message from her during the show. That she's closed via the oh, that's <laughs> via right. the latest coronavirus guidelines. but
0: it, it's interesting that you bring that them uh, diners and things up because we might have future developments. yeah
1: so like yeah, so she actually talked about doing one of our our shows actually live in her diner in front of her fireplace We're going on tour we're going on tour <laughs> and then also have an opportunity to talk to the folks at rg honda motorsports in bridgeport they want us to come up there and do a uh, do a show of course once the weather's a little nicer in the summer when more people are right. out and about so yeah we got a couple opportunities to, to take this yeah to this, take this circus on the road yeah i'm really excited to see where this thing is gonna go I, we just
0: started this as like a little hobby like what last year yeah we were sitting in the dining room just chit chatting about. Yeah. racing and now we're yeah. taking it on the road already just episode three in the second season yeah, we bought it's, like it's insane we bought
1: like two ten dollar
0: microphones and yeah like, we, we didn't even buy them they were sent to us that's, for free that's right yeah, that, that's right and dad was like we got this stuff can you do anything with it i was like we can yeah. try and do a podcast yeah that's right so, so um
1: also folks when we do get back to racing whether it's local racing or whether it's national oh. racing really would would love for people to come up introduce themselves Um, and, you know, just say, Hey, you know, if they listen to the show or they've seen the show and really would like to start doing some interviews at the tracks, like while the races are going on or right before or after the race and kind of get why things are fresh in everybody's mind. So really want to do that too. So please don't be, don't be hesitant to come up and say, Hey, I'm Joe Schmo, uh, seen your show a couple times. And, and and I'd like to be on the show or I'd like to that, talk that to you. That may
0: be all it takes. I and mean, they might get a segment on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So
1: yeah, we'd like to do that as well.
0: So got a lot of ambition, yeah. got a lot of things in the, we got do. a lot of things in the can
1: in the, Hey, <laughs> that's right. So this is like this this episode is pretty much in, it's the, pretty can. Much in the can.
0: That's about well, it. Well,
1: XCLA, again, thank you for all you do to, to, to get this the you definitely the uh, director, yeah. <laughs> slash producer, slash organizer. Um, and you kind of always have things ready to go. So I definitely appreciate the time you put into it. So we'd like to thank, uh, also like to thank my lovely, lovely wife, Taylor for she helping is. us tonight as well. And thank you for all that were on the show. Thank you. Haley, uh, Crowfoot HC conditioning. And thank you, Cassidy Williams and Zach Wright for taking the time to be on the show as well. Lay. We're out. We're out. It's Thanks guys.
0: See you guys.